So I've just been walking around this. Uh, it's like an outlet place. In the UK, they call them uh, like a retail park. You just got there's shops bigger than normal, furniture shops, supermarkets, that sort of thing. Um, I think in the States they're like outlets or malls, I guess you'd call them. But um, there's a shop, it's quite a big shop, closed down about a year ago. Oh, it's very well known. John Lewis. It's the only... It's only John Lewis shop I knew of. They sold everything like homeware, electronics, laptops, that sort of thing, TVs. Uh, to cutlery and plates and beds. And it just closed down because of all the insanity that ensued, all the behavioural changes. And this is just going to be a continuation of the creation that I was talking about earlier. So I've just taken a picture of what the shop now looks like. It's got a massive uh, graffiti tag over the front of the building. If you just saw that building alone, you'd think that something happened, that there was like some apocalyptic event. It's all overgrown, or it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like it's been curated. It looks very neat, but overgrown. It looks very destroyed, but in a cur curated way, not a manacle way. It's just weird. It's uh, It's just been left to rot. And now obviously, whoever owns the building or the land is still being paid. Which means that The people that had the the shop that had the John Lewis shop though must have paid must be must still be under a lease. So they're still paying for it. That's what it seems like. Cause typically when um, places like that go go under and the it gets sold or it gets put back on the rental market. There's nothing, there's nothing to suggest it's up for sale or to let. It's not even being maintained. So, it's just been left there. It's really weird. I'm just gonna try and find, like in the middle of what would have been a woodland there's been a road put all the way through it and directly in front of me there's a I'm guessing this is where the 
continuing to knock down trees to build more houses that people don't need. This has got stacks of bricks. Jeez. Stacks of building material. It's insane. So they're building houses all around this area. And they've cut through all the woodland. So I'm just looking for the path. There's a path through the woodland that should take me back to the top of the hill. I can't see it. I know where it is on... That's weird. Should be... Should be here? I can't tell. Yeah, the path goes one way. I think it is here. It's a weird place, right? Because it used to obviously all be forested. And now it's just been... I don't know, torn up. Okay, here we go. Wow. This is just like the... the place where I live. A bit weird. <laughs> wow. It's interesting how high up uh, the path is. traffic cones as well I'm not actually sure if this takes me where I think it is there's barbed wire someone's put up a fence so someone must have either bought the land or just put a fence around it Interesting, there's um, is that like a pillbox or something? It's like a concrete, it's just like a concrete structure in the middle. Um, yeah, just in the middle of the forest a bit. Really weird. I think this is uh. It's like private property on the left at someone's house. That's insane. You couldn't even see the house from the front. That's so weird. Well, anyway, yeah, this is kind of what UK. wooded areas alike I guess now I thought they were all free and open 
public but obviously somebody is staking claim to the land and handing out a lease and putting up boundaries so that you can <laughs> it's insane that's someone's perspective though isn't it somebody is saying staking claim to this land this land is mine except it's the state it's the state that's doing that they're saying this is royal land if you step on it you're going to get in trouble but if you put a fence around it they can't exactly just kick you off you can put a fence around and <laughs> here's the funny thing as long as you keep it for seven years oh, I'm getting the funny looks again an old woman just drove past in a car and she she was almost sticking her head out of the windscreen at the front window at the front windscreen to look at me it might be my her if you've seen my picture you might see my kind of dazzling a little bit curly blonde and brown hair well there's more of a, a little bit of a ginger in it that's what you get with uh, blonde yeah isn't that weird seven years as long as you as long as you put a fence around it and say and treat it as yours it is yours what's that seven days right creation six days but it's seven years I think after 12 years I think it's seven years and then after that you can apply for something you can apply for it to be registered <laughs> so that the state will register it for you officially, legally even though you could live on it without it being registered you put a fence around it it's yours so tell me, why would I want to register a piece of land that you say you own, but you don't because you don't have nobody has any ownership rights over land it's only really the limitations that you impose on that land i.e. you put a square around it Saturn you put your limitations and anyone that steps over you know seven years though that's a long time to stake claim to land when you could get land pirates coming in taking your fence off putting the fence in I mean think of how much land is in the UK that's just sitting idle you know people have dug up the land and just left it could be replanted But that's seven years, right? It's interesting. Creation. Six days. 
the 19th until the 25th now when we consider that we create people in our image we see people based on our condition we don't see people necessarily as they are because we can't always um, we can't always sort of empathize or feel the condition can't, we can't always sort of feel where they're coming from it's more what we see what they do and then it's kind of based on our condition and how what image is produced but it's not always it's not always what is in physicality that we see so it's almost like every single person has multiple images different perspectives of the same person and in a way different physicality people are going to see things on you differently they're going to see your physical appearance slightly differently they're going to notice more things they're going to be drawn to certain things more than others so where one person finds someone attractive another person finds that same person not attractive And some people think that they'll never find anyone because nobody finds them attractive. They're just around the wrong people. They're attracted to the wrong people. Because for every person that doesn't find you attractive, there's a person that does find you attractive. But that's just physical appearance. The real beauty is in the the person, the personality, the spirit, the the way that someone carries themselves. And I've only ever met a few people that um, I can honestly say that about, that they that the beauty was in the the way they carried themselves. It wasn't physical, it wasn't like a physicality, that person looked beautiful. Because any person can appear, well like I said, anyone is going to appear attractive to somebody else. There are people that will find you attractive. If you're around people that don't find you attractive, then you're around the wrong people. because there is balance in, in everything. So there are people that will find you unattractive. There are people that, that will find you attractive. Just depends who you were around, who you had been drawn to. Um, I've actually just got a different perspective of um, the place I walk to. 
It's outside of the town. It's uh, it's maybe only like only like a couple of miles out out of the main town. But looking over from the hill back there, it's just a big valley. You can see with all these residential uh, houses and stuff. And almost directly opposite was the spire of a church. And just looking, just looking across at that, and the kind of the, the way it was framed, it made me feel like I was somewhere else. It made me feel like I was not in the UK. Because there's a blue sky, the sun was behind me, It made me feel like I was somewhere else. In a different country. And there's other views. So as I'm walking back to my town now, the closer I get, I'm going to have a better view of... Um, I'm going to have a different perspective. Because I know... As I approach the top of the hill, looking around the valley... There are some buildings that are not tradition. They're not in the in the same sort of traditional stonework. They're more like a Mediterranean, like terracotta uh, kind of um, they, they look more Mediterranean. So as I'm walking up onto the top of that hill and seeing those buildings, that makes me feel like I'm somewhere else as well like Italy or somewhere. And that's just all to do with the framing. It's just all to do with the information that you've got in front of you and what you're looking at. And then you're conditioning. You're conditioning and saying, that looks similar to what I've seen in Italy. Or down at the other end, that looks similar to maybe somewhere in Greece, Cyprus or Portugal. But because where I am physically, everything is relative to that point. Because I could say, I'm looking out over a valley in Portugal. Because to me, that's what it felt like. But relative to my point of perspective, where I was standing, physically standing, I know that's not true that I'm in the UK which is not Portugal or Greece or Cyprus or Italy so those are the kinds of things that will alter your perspective that's your condition you know where you are physically standing nah I know this was going to be this was going to be about creation. Well, it's nearly 11 o'clock. I think I've been... I think it's been about three hours. I must have walked about... It's probably going to be close to 10 miles by the time I get back. But this morning, I, I just didn't want to stay. I didn't want to stay in the house. 
feels like a prison within a prison. Um, yeah, it's like I'm trying to... Trying to figure out what I want. But there's like nothing. I don't, uh, it's like blank. So I'm not trying to force anything. But that's not saying that I'm doing nothing. I'm doing the things that that I need to do. I'm just not adding in the resistance of forcing myself to do things. Just remaining in flow. And this morning that was telling me not to stay at home, just to go out. Because Staying at home is just the it's just the same routine. Doing the same thing day in day out. Even though I try and vary it, it's still still like the same conditions. I don't know. So I guess I'm looking for inspiration, I guess. Looking for something to I'm just looking I'm just going with whatever <clears throat> So I stopped off and had a coffee And sat down outside in the the only table that had any sun. So all the tables were in the shade because the sun was uh, still quite low. So I sat down and um, started to upload the last track, which is "Do Well, Doubt Not." is the on the town crest it's the motto for the town that I I crossed into when I was ending that ending that recording so I used that and um, yeah so I'm sitting there writing writing the description for that for that discussion and As I'm writing it, I'm not really, like I I know when I have to think, when I have to stop and think that that is kind of resistance, right? But when I'm just writing and it's just flowing and I don't need to stop and I don't need to think and I don't need to check anything, it's, it's just flowing. 
So that's all that's happening, right? I'm just writing this description. And um, then I get to a certain point where I realize what I've just written. And I was writing about. <laughs> oh, I see it now. Sorry, I'm just walking past the HMRC sign on the gate again. It says F U C K HMRC. Somebody's pulled off the F, the U, and the K. <laughs> I'm guessing that is probably somebody that works for uh, one of the service organisations. Obviously, can't have a bad word said about any of their friends so yeah as I got to as I got to a certain point in writing that description I wrote um, let me just let me just read the section This area where I'm standing at now it reminds me of Iceland. It's basically a. It would typically be like a rest area if you were pulling off the the highway. It gives access to the to the locals to get to the house, and um, allows you to basically turn around or go onto the other side of the of the road. It's just like an access access line. But it reminds me of Iceland. But the ones in Iceland did have rest areas. So you could basically pull up into this car park. And it was great at night time because there was no lights. The lights were set further back. So you could just sit in the car park and look up. Yeah, the UK service organisations don't look after things as good as they do in Iceland because there's everything's just overgrown the path is not maintained the road is not maintained nothing essentially nothing is maintained in the UK everything is paid for but nothing is maintained you go to Iceland and they are resurfacing the roads it's like almost every year they do it Okay, so it cut off my recorder and I'm not sure where it cut it off, but as I opened up SoundCloud, it uh, cut the recording at some point. So I don't think I can look at the... (laughs) I can't look at the track description and record at the same time. But basically I was saying that the perspective of, of someone is formed by our condition it's not it's not reflective of the physical person because our condition is going to we're going to see that person slightly differently our perspective is would be considered physical or real in quotes quotes real depending on how many other people share the same perspective. Now, even at that point, 
considering it's real based upon how many people share the same perspective that still isn't a true accurate physical representation of the person because you have other you have the conditions that come into play what does somebody have to gain in agreeing on the same perspective oh yes that person is a bad person or typically it would be like that right degrading a person for the benefit of somebody else but you would do that because it benefits you in some way maybe it benefits your status because if you disagreed with that person maybe they would start talking bad about you they would start creating a bad image about you and there's some truth in this right because I'm going through that at the minute a narcissist will paint you in a bad image they will tell people the the things that they do the bad things that they do they will say that it is you that does that and they will even go as far to say completely made up things to make you think that other people see you as the bad image so they'll say things like oh even other people see who you really are now that's that's empty and veiled they want you to feel guilty they want you to feel bad I don't know how many times I've heard that said to me in the past few weeks but that's somebody who's trying to create me in a bad image they're trying they, they've obviously got an image of me in their mind and it has to be bad because that bad image justifies their actions so this is probably the nastier side of creation in that uh, the media do it what happened with oh, I'm not even going to mention celebrity names but celebrities that are defamed because things are published about them that aren't true or that have been twisted or manipulated and then eventually the truth comes out but maybe people are not so bothered because everyone only remembers what happened what was said about them so the the image has already been cast and it's like some people are not going to change their opinion or change their image of that person because they're just not, not going to be bothered so in terms of creation in that respect that's evil or insidious it's bad that's the misuse of creation 
you're casting somebody in a polarized state in order to attract a certain a certain amount of attention but it's typically you cast a person in the negative in order for you to get the attention for you to get the uh, the opposite you to get the opposite energy which would be positive so yeah I mean I've talked about this talked about this quite a lot um, but it is it is my experience that is what I've been experiencing and it all ties together with this kind of process of the balance starting with balance and then it's kind of that, that's, what I, that's what I was drawn to first right to see the balance in things and then it was to energy and energy in terms of balance so it was more of a unifying or seeing the unification because it's though it's not I'm, I'm not doing anything to unify or create what I'm talking about other than I'm selecting the words or rather the words are coming before I even consider it because my That's interesting. I can talk and talk, right? But my brain is supposed to, or my mind is supposed to be quicker. I guess that's what allows me to talk and talk. Because I've always got something, the next thing ready, right? Whereas I'm thinking, you know, your motor mouth and you're getting ahead of your brain kind of thing. But it's kind of the other way around. So I got onto energy and a frequency vibration, everything encapsulated within that and then light. And it's all kind of wrapped up in the, it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. Creation is, it's all the same thing. It's all encoded information. Everything physical is encoded in, uh, in light or rather The constant source of energy that carries light. I keep seeing these little um, little bugs as I'm walking down this path. They always walk out in front, and I always just step aside and walk past. I'm just watching this little guy. I've just noticed it. This must be the third or fourth fourth one I've seen. They come from the grass and they crawl across the pavement, across the path onto the. Uh, towards the road interesting see yeah creation is the same thing but creation is more the moon aspect the expression of the moon the black and the white the black representing possibility all possibilities 
Um, and the white is the projection of that. The information is encoded in that. And that's what we see physically. That's what we see. So creation is in the realm of possibility. We create or we attract. The more people that observe the same image. So if you're telling somebody, if you're telling a lot of people, if you're subliminally programming people with uh, words and images and colors in advertising or print or just in general, in media in general, if you're doing that, all those people are getting the same image. They're getting the same image of something subliminally that they don't understand. It's almost like, uh, yeah, your dreams are random and all that sort of stuff, right? That for them to have meaning is like pseudo kind of, pseudo kind of stuff. But, um, but that is creation. people that we interact with we form an image with them as soon as we meet them I remember people that I met that weren't very nice <laughs> I remember people that I met that were very nice and the opposites it turned out to be the opposite I became good friends with people that had that I had a bad image of But also, there's people that I had a bad image of that I still have a bad image of because their initial their initial energy was correct. It was uh, I picked it up that my gut was my gut feeling was right. And that that image can change. The way that people act, the way that people interact, the way that people do things or don't do things can change that perspective, can change that image. It's adaptation. People are gonna balance. Maybe not as much as, as others. Some people may not need to. Some people may not want to. They may choose not to. They're the people that may choose not to be challenged or to turn down the challenge to seek comfort but there are those that will um, be challenged and that will another bug Yeah, <laughs> lost my 
trying to throw it. I'm like half looking up at the sky because there's... I can see the moon again. Wow. You see the moon closing in. There's a whole bunch of planes going over the top of me. But I was looking up at these clouds, right? Um, like, above these clouds is very pale blue white. And the sun's on the opposite side of the sky. So I'm like, what is causing the uh, so much light to be where they are? And I think it's just the light reflecting off the alumina and causing um, causing more light to be reflected back up given that appearance of pale blue white so we create people in our image our conditions how we see them how we see them act how they talk to us how we physically see them you may see them on a bad day you may see them on a good day the first impression people say the first impression counts but if you see a person on a good day or a bad day it's a different impression so what is the correct impression? What is the correct state? There isn't one. Everyone's going to have a different perspective because people are going to see people on different days, different, under different conditions. They may see that person every time and it's a different condition. So they may be seeing a different person each time. because of the, the, the condition of the person. The condition of the person is different each time they see them. Happy, sad, depressed. Now eventually they'll probably see the, the same person. But typically if you see somebody, they are kind of on the same level, right? In my experience, they typically the same. If there's something different, you, you might ask, are you okay? Something seems a bit off. But that doesn't alter your image of them. If they're like having an off day, right? Because we... We know that we have off days. We create, we, we almost create this construct that yeah, we have off days, so we may act like this. So we, there's, there's almost like an allowance for slippage in behavior or attitude that people are going to act differently. So there's like a degree of slippage, an expectation. You expect them to act in a certain way if they're upset or angry or depressed, right? That's based on our image maybe what we've been through maybe the people that around us that w what they've been through and how they reacted so that's what we'd, we would copy that and use that to interact with them we would copy the behaviour 
that's a very societal thing to do to imitate the behavior of somebody else some people may need to do that they may need to imitate somebody else's behavior because they don't know the situation that they're in is unknown to them they don't know how to create or they don't know how to interact with a person in a particular state or in a particular condition so they imitate but the imitation can give a false <laughs> you, see, you see how this can get complicated how people can get a wrong image of you if you're imitating somebody else you aren't really feeling it right it's not coming from a place of uh, I'd say understanding because you can't really imitate the feeling you can't really understand you can't really imitate the understanding or the knowing so So it's better to feel things. In my experience, by feeling, by sensing, not sensing with your eyes and your ears, not a physical sense. But not all people can do that. Not all people will want to do that so by having as much information firsthand what you can feel and what you can sense is going to allow you to interact better going to allow you to make better decisions now if you have to imitate somebody else's behavior in order to get a sense of what you're supposed to do that may be what you have to do because you can't you can't initiate it initiate it without some sort of guidance i guess but nobody can right I mean, nobody has been guided all of the time. We are kind of alone to make our choices. We can be influenced. But we have to be aware of that. It's okay to say that um, you're going to imitate somebody else's behavior, but you have to be conscious that that is what you are doing. Because otherwise, you'll, you'll be confusing somebody else's actions with something that you think you created, but you didn't. You imitated somebody else. And that's, I think that's what's lacking, the conscious. Conscious, conscious creation. People aren't aware that they're creating. 
people aren't aware that they're creating images of people when they meet them and interact with them. They aren't aware that they're creating images of people when they cast them in a bad light in order to benefit themselves. Or even cast them in a positive light. It works both ways. It's, uh... It's creation with our, um, it's unconscious creation. People aren't aware of the power. It's not the power of the words, it's the power of the intent. It's the power of the images that they hold. And there's an example of that in... Uh, there's a, a clear example used in marketing that creates an unknown. It creates a possibility, right? A company will put up a... a really, like, ambiguous sign with a countdown. 11 days... Countdown to the future. And people will be talking about that and they'll be posting images of it and they'll be like, what does that mean? Countdown to the future. And the people will be putting forward their own ideas of what they think it means, what product they think that they're developing, what service they think they're going to release. So people are creating all of that, all of these possibilities. And then as they release more information, maybe, more of the mystery unravels. But it's all directed, it's all guided. So they're making people create in their image based on the information that they're feeding them. <clears throat> it's very controlled because people are gonna come back to the countdown to see the next piece of information, the next piece of the puzzle. And so by the time everyone's got the pieces of the puzzle, it feels like, wow, they need it to feel complete. They've created the process. Each person that's interacted with it has created the process, with created the image in their mind. And it's solidified it. It's made it dense, it's made it low frequency. It's like, something now that they have to have it's a, it's a lower urge it's spent so much time up in the head high frequency and then it has to be <laughs> it has to be ejected and that is it going from the mind into a physical form to actually having the lower urge having the the new phone or the new device whatever it is so that's how, that's a misuse of creation and then that's that's happening every day all these advertisements just appealing to your urges buy this coffee buy this drink 
buy this TV, buy this car. And they appeal to your lower urges because it's like the images they give you of a car, they're selling you a lifestyle. The images of a watch, they're selling you a lifestyle. It's like you can have all this greed and this luxury. That's the subconscious. What you're actually seeing is it's the the brand, it's the watch that gets you that. Or even just you're reflecting that. By having that, you're reflecting that lifestyle. So that other people that see you with it are like, oh, yeah, that person must be greedy and living a luxurious lifestyle. Because I saw that advert as well. So the misuse of creation is in constant play. People are being given images and that's what they're being drawn to. So think of think of this process of creation of uh, holding that in your mind that is most important. That's what you're being drawn to. And they've made it easier for you to be drawn to these lower urges, to be drawn to these things. Because it's not so much of a a question of affordability anymore. People aren't looking at these things and like, can I afford that? They have to make it easily accessible. Especially for phones and devices. Technology has to be accessible. So now you can get it on finance. You can, as I've said before, you can get a new phone every year. You can get a new car every year. You just pay low finance payments but in reality you're paying for the phone or the car you're paying substantially more than it's worth so it's 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 good to be cautious it's good to be aware of creation what creation is it's not physically creating something it's it's something it's an image it's the image that you hold that is the most important thing at that point because that'll be what is drawn to you the thing that repeats the thing that is most prominent in your mind that's going to repeat and repeat and repeat that's the thing that you're going to attract people don't realize that people think that's bullshit people think that's manifestation you can call it anything call it the process of what I want I want what I want um, it's because people are not aware of it when we interact with people we're not consciously we make a snap judgement this person is this and this and this her colour, eye colour how they look how they talk that's, that's what it's all based on is that they're all the conditions that you're using to to create that image of that person the judgement creating the image of that person and uh, it's a good and a bad thing 
but it has to be it has to be conscious people are not conscious of it people are not conscious that they're attracting <clears throat> the things that they don't want by consistently reciting what they don't want by consistently reciting the position that they hate and they're keeping themselves in that state by reciting it and in order to have what you want you have to be saying the opposite you have to be moving into the opposite state because that is what you want yeah people get hung up on the things that they don't want Like I said, <clears throat> like I said yesterday about talking yourself happy. Can you talk yourself into being happy? And I said that no, you can't. Because there will be, you would need to feel the reason for your unhappiness. There'll be a fundamental reason why you are not happy. And it's not happy in the state of being joyful, being ecstatic. That's polarised. Happy is just being content. It is being free from worry. Not really being... It's just being in a state of peace, harmony. Harmony, probably more so. So, so yeah, see I guess I should summarize now, I'm back, back in town. You know, back in town, it took about an hour. It's quite a bit longer than I thought. Yeah, just to summarize that creation should be a conscious process. It is something that is happening all the time, whether people acknowledge it or not. The thing that they hold in their mind is creating the condition or at least contributing to their condition which is attracting attracting the same and meaning that they observe the same or more of more of the same and in order to to move past that move beyond it is to observe different which is to change your condition and by changing your condition is by changing the image that you hold the image that is creating the the reality or the perspective and so that's it
misuse it or be conscious of it. Because you can still be conscious of it and misuse it. But it's more likely if you are conscious of the you're conscious of the process, you're more likely to seek to use it uh, in a better way, more accurately, more to your benefit. Because at the minute, the process is not being used inherently to your benefit. Could be said it's been used to the benefit of others. which is detrimental to you in the long run because you're getting you're getting more of the same and you don't understand why and so that causes imbalance causes disease and then you're told that you've got a sickness or an illness that you should take some sort of pill that you should go to some sort of therapy or something when the real problem is you're just misusing your subconscious brain, your you're being drawn to misuse it. Okay, so I think that is it for now. Maybe be back later. <laughs>